may be seated. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy Sabbath. Come on now, we could do better than that. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy Sabbath. Amen. I've been gone for about two weeks. Come on, is this what I'm coming back to? Happy Sabbath, everybody. Amen. I don't know about you, but I missed y'all. <laughs> I am so glad to be back in the house of the Lord just one more time. Amen. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us all rejoice and be glad. And I was glad when they said the tabernacle of praise is open. <laughs> Amen. This is indeed a blessed day. I'm so excited to be here. I am just blessed. I'm honored. I am just overjoyed. It's just a good thing to be back in your midst. Amen. Come on, let's put our hands together. Let's put our hands together. I do want to take this time to welcome all of our visiting friends, guests, and family. I want to do a special, special um, welcome to those that are viewing us online. I just want to ask, you could just go ahead and type in the chat where you're from. Let us know where you're from. Amen. Go ahead and share this link. Share this, share this here time with your family and your friends. Let them know that we are in the house today. Amen. Could you do that for us out there, as my wife would say, in TV land? Amen. Can we just let our family and friends know that we are in the house today? Amen. So again, we want to welcome you. We want to welcome all of those that are celebrating birthdays. Do we have any birthdays in the house? This is the last well, next to the last day of the month, amen. I know tomorrow is the 31st. Are we celebrating any birthdays today, amen, any anniversaries, amen. Well, we thank God for you. We give God all praise, honor, and glory for what he has done, what he is doing, amen, and what he is about to do amen. in the house of the Lord today. Listen, I do have a couple of announcements that I do want to share with you. Um, we want you to mark your calendars for these dates here. Um, we ask that, first of all, we want to remind you or just share with you that on next next Sabbath, amen, um, the 6th, we are celebrating or having a concert. Um, the Collegedale Adventist Academy will be in concert um, at the Northside Seventh-day Adventist Church on Lucas um, Road, Lucas and Hunt. Um, this event will take place at 4 p.m., so if you are available, amen, to be a part of this awesome, awesome program, on the 6th, amen. Um, we encourage you to be a part of that service. This is a, a, um, a, a special concert. I understand that these are some awesome, awesome individuals that will be coming and uh, ministering um, with us um, on the 6th of next, or of next Sabbath. Um, also, we want to remind you here at the Tabernacle of Praise, um, we'll be having our revival. Um, just to clear some things up, we will be running for the whole month. But it won't be every day in the month. Um, we'll be running on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Sabbath. Um, every day, um, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, and every Sabbath, um, we'll have our um, revival here and in the house. Um, we'll, we'll be looking at the sanctuary. Um, I believe that there are some important truths that will be taking place in the sanctuary. We're also, we'll be viewing this online. I don't know if we have the, the slide that we could put on the screen. Um, but if you go to our um, VSP, our church website is on the flyer. Um, you can register if you want to come in person. Um, if you want to just stay home and worship, amen, you'll be able to view us on our Facebook page as well as on our YouTube page. So we want to encourage you to share the word. Um, 
you know, let your family and friends know um, that there is a, a special time of gathering. Uh, because I believe, as I said a moment ago, that there are some special truths that will be revealed as we worship in the sanctuary. So again, that would be for the month of November, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, and every Sabbath. We'll still have our, seven, our 11 o'clock um, worship hour. Um, we'll still be here in the house, and then we'll come back at 7 that evening, but we'll continue. And now Thanksgiving, thank you. Well, Thanksgiving, thank you, sister. Thanksgiving will be here on that Wednesday, for we'll be celebrating our Thanksgiving um, time together here in the house on that Thursday. On that Thursday, um, we'll be viewing the service online um, via the Lighthouse. Lighthouse Seventh-day Adventist Church will be um, hosting that service. And then on Thursday, our very own Pastor Keith Hackle um, will put together a video where we can, after we have fellowshiped around the table, we can now fellowship around the TV. Amen. And view the service. We will not be here. And that Friday? And that Friday, we will not be here. We'll be at Northside. Um, Northside, I, I mean, yes, Northside will be handling. Let me, let me thank you. That kind of threw me off there. Wednesday, we'll be here. Thursday, um, Agape, Pastor Keith Hackle will have the service. And on that Friday, Lighthouse will have that service where you can view it online. And then on Sabbath, we'll have service here. And then we'll gather at 4 o'clock at Northside for those that want to gather in person. For those that want to view online, you'll be able to chime in to the Northside Seventh-day Adventist Church um, website. And you can, we'll have our virtual communion at that time. So again, on that last week of the month, Wednesday we'll be here. Thursday, Agape online. Friday, Lighthouse. You can go to Lighthouse Church or you can view their service online as well. On Sabbath, we'll be back here at Top. And then at 4 o'clock, we'll gather at Northside or you can view it online where we will have our virtual communion. Any? Uh, uh, are we okay? Amen? Amen. We're good. Okay. Just want to make sure. Amen. Just want to make sure. I want to make sure. So, again, we are looking forward for this exciting time, um, a fellowship of coming together as we close out um, year 2021. This has been a rough year for some and a more difficult and challenging year for others. Uh, but we want to come together and spend this time with the Lord. Again, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm going to get out the way. I'm going to let the praise team bless us with a song. Um, but before we do that, I just want to just offer up a word of prayer. At this time, Father God, again, we thank you so much for this time that you have given us to come before you, oh God. We just give you praise, honor, and glory for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. We thank you for this service today. We ask your Holy Spirit to be upon us. Lead us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. God bless you, and happy Sabbath. We invite you to stand with us and sing. This is a Psalms 61. Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Now everybody has to participate. 
It's innocent in unison, and we're going to sing it the first time, and then you sing with us. Hear my cry, oh God. Hear my cry, oh God. Attend us to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, from the ends of the will earth, I cry unto thee. I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. Lead me to the that is higher than I. That is higher than I. That is higher than I. It's your turn to join in with us. Put your hands together. Get your praise on. Here we go. Everybody, let's go. Hear my cry, oh God. Hear my cry, oh God. Attend unto my prayer. From the ends of the earth. From the ends of the earth. Well, I cry unto thee. I can't hear. When my heart is overwhelmed, when my heart is overwhelmed, yeah, lead me to the rock. Lead me to the that is higher that than I. You got it. Come on. That is higher than that I. We're going to try that verse just one more time. So you got to get your breath. Attend to my prayers. From the ends of the earth, from the ends of the what earth, what I cry unto thee, when my heart is overwhelmed, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock, lead me to the that is higher than that I. Is higher than Let's try the next verse. For thou hast been a shelter for me. And a strong tower from my enemies. And a strong tower from my enemies. Now you know this line. When my heart is overwhelmed. When my heart is overwhelmed. Shelter for 
is higher than I. Guide me. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for that. Praise team. This is our prayer time. Mm. This is our time where we gather our hearts and our thoughts as we approach the throne of God. A time where we our petitions and lay them before his feet. I know if I go through the service, there are many that have prayer requests that could take us quite some time. But I'm just going to ask. Uh, that as we go before the throne that you will remember our very own uh, Sister Karen Lewis. I want to remember her in prayer. Pray for God's healing upon her. We also want to remember Sister Alvina, um, her son. Remember the family as he was in the accident on yesterday. We pray God's healing hands upon him. Um, I ask that you remember um, all of those that have been stricken um, with COVID. I have some family friends of mine. <coughs> We also want to remember um, those that have lost loved ones. Um, I just got news that a, a friend of ours passed on yesterday, a day before yesterday. Another friend, her husband passed. Um, and so we just want to remember those that are dealing with loss at this time, the very difficult time that we're in. Remember our top family as well, for those that um, are still at home that are waiting to get back in and uh, the challenges that are going on. We just want to remember those that are in, remember those in prayer. Um, again, remember my family. Amen. Remember our conference. I thank God for um, the ordination that took place on this past week. Um, celebrating Pastor Kim Bolger. Amen. Amen. Had an awesome, awesome experience um, at that event. Um, I know that there was discussion at one point where there may have been some, some protesters, but I praise God that he held back the winds of strife. Yes. We had no issues, no conflict, uh, beautiful service. Yes. And so we want to remember um, Pastor Kim Bolgen as, as well as Pastor Brian Irby in prayer as they now embark upon their, upon their ministry as ordained pastors of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Again, for those that feel impressed, if you want to stand with us as we go before the Lord, I invite you to do so at this time. But let's keep one another lifted up. Amen. Yeah. Let's keep one another lifted up for it is prayer time. Father and our God, again, we thank you once again for this privilege and this honor that you have given us to come before you. It is indeed a, an honor to be able to open up our mouths to bless your name. We thank you for our last night lying down, our early morning rising. We know for sure that it wasn't the alarm clock, the yeah. sound of the bus scurrying by, the sound of voices in the house, but it was you that woke us up this morning yes, and started yes, us on this beautiful yes. brand new Sabbath. So, Father, we take nothing for granted, but in all things, we give thanks. 
For we know that without you, we're hopelessly lost. But with you, Father, we are more than conquerors. And so we gather on this platform on this here holy Sabbath day. Father God, just giving praise and honor to you. If you never do anything for us again, God, you've done enough. But we know that you're not that kind of God that holds things over our head, but you continue to do things for us, protecting us from dangers seen and unseen. In spite of our faults, in spite of our shortcomings, you still love us. You still laid your life down that we may have life and have it more abundantly. And so we are so thankful today, oh God, for just being a loving God, a friend that sticketh closer than any brother could ever. We thank you, Father, for being a mother to the motherless and a father to the fatherless. Thank you, Father God, for providing food for our empty stomachs and water for our dry mouth. For God, you were truly amazing. We thank you today, O oh God, and we bless you. We invite you to come into this house of worship today, O oh God. We invite you, Father, to fellowship and tabernacle with us in your house. Feel this space. Feel this place. Your people have gathered here today, Father God, in need of a word from you, in need of a touch from you. And Father God, we didn't make our way here for show. Yeah, we love to see each other and we love the fellowship, but Father, ultimately, Father, we're here because we want to experience you. So go by each seat, step by each foot, oh God, and just shake us, move us, do what you have to do. Let the family of God know that you have not forgotten about their circumstances. And that while I, it seems like things are rough and seems like things are unbearable and it, and it appears as if there is no light at the end of the tunnel. Father, I ask that you would just show yourself strong. That you would let them know that you are the light. That you spoke light into existence. So the darkness is as light to you, O oh God. Let them know this, oh God. Let them know. And while you're moving and while you're blessing and while you're revealing, we ask that you would touch right now. Yes, Lord. Sister Karen Lewis. Yes, Lord. We ask that you would go by her bedside and let her know that you have her in the palm of your hands. Yes, remove all doubts. Remove yes, all fears. Remove any issues that yes, may be standing in the way, oh yes, God. We ask that you would remove yes, it now. Lord. We ask that you would give her a clean bill of health. Touch the pain away, oh God. Take it away right now. Be with her husband, Andre, oh God. As he is now placed on double duty, oh God, with his wife and with his mother. Yes, Lord. Father God, you know how much we can bear. You know how much we can handle. So I ask that you would touch Andre this morning as well, oh God. Be with his mother. We ask that you would touch our sister Alvina this morning, oh God. Be with her son who was in an accident on the other day. Thank you that it wasn't unto death, oh God. But we know that there is pain that comes from such an accident, car total. So we ask that you would just heal his body, oh God. Even his ego, oh God. Hold him up. Touch him right now. We ask that you would be with the other motors as well who left the scene, oh God. That you will bring about a conviction, oh God. But you're mighty. You're strong. You're able to do all things but fail. Be with those that have been stricken with COVID, oh God. We pray for those family members that have lost loved ones as a result of this tragedy, of this tragic disease, oh God. This sickness, this, this virus. We ask that you would just let your word be, be made known. Be with our other family members that have lost loved ones, spouses, oh God. One a husband, another one a wife. 
Father God, you said the two shall become one. And now, oh God, they're going back to that life of being single. Oh God, we ask that you would be with their mental state. Be with the thoughts right now, Father. Be with those, be with them during those nights, those those moments when they long to have a conversation and, and, and they're no longer there. Oh, Father, have your way today. Soothe the pain right now. Let them know that you have them in the palm of your hand. Hold them up. Hold them close. Father, we ask that you would be with our church family again and uh, be with the service today. Be with our members. We ask that you would bring them back to the house of faith. That you would remove all fear, all doubt. That we may walk in the newness of life. Because as the song says, we've come too far to give up now, oh God. Because you truly are an amazing God. Without you again, we're hopelessly lost. But with you, we're more than conquerors. So have your way today. Be with the spoken word. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen. And amen again.
time as I can with this one because this this here message I, as I was preparing it I must say um, I had one thing in mind and then the Lord began to do a new thing and um, I just I just got excited I was up this morning and I was adding stuff and I was I said you know what Lord sometimes when we preparing our message and we get to add all this stuff trying to jazz it up and fix it up and you don't use half the stuff 
that you put down and then you end up walking away, you go down the aisle and you done left your notes and everything else. So um, I just said, Lord, let me get out the way, amen, and let God be God. Is that all right? I said, is that all right? Amen. So I'm so glad that about the message today, and I pray that it is something that will, be, that will bless you. Um, there is so much going on in the world in which we're living in. So much is happening right now. Uh, so much is taking place. And I know that, um, you know, with, with, with all that is happening, you know, one would, one would want to hear a message of, um, of, um, of um, beat you down and get you, scare you into, into the church. But, you know, that's not, that's, that's not me. Amen. Can I, can I just be me this morning? I know that there are times when um, you have to preach, you know, fire and brimstone. Um, but but, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that in this context right now. Amen. I believe that God is wanting to do a new thing. I think that we have individuals that God wants to do something special for. Amen. But we just have to learn how to get out of our own way. Amen. We have to learn how to turn off the, the sound of the naysayers. Sometimes the company that we keep, amen, is what's keeping us in defeat. I'm going to say that one more time. Sometimes it's the company that we keep is what's keeping us in defeat. Amen. And so um, I believe that God has a, a, a word for not just you, but I believe this is a word for me as well. Um, and so I pray that it will come over and um, real well. So y'all pray for the words, pray for the lingo, amen, um, that God will be proclaimed. If you have with you um, your Bibles, um, I know some of us, we're, we have our devices with us, but you know, but that's okay, amen. Um, you can turn with me to the first, um, to the first Chronicles chapter 11. That's what we're going to spend our time with today. And, I, and I've been practicing, amen, putting my glasses in my pocket and taking them out. <laughs> Sometimes I bring them, but they're either in the office or they're down there in the bag or they're somewhere else. But I was practicing, amen, so I have them with me. So if you have First Chronicles uh, chapter 11, if you have that, please stand with me um, as we read to you verse 4 through 9. That's, again, First Chronicles chapter 11. And we want to start with verse 4. And we'll read all the way down to verse 9. And the Bible says, And David and all Israel went to Jerusalem, which is uh, a Jebus, where the Jebusites were, and inhabitants of the land. But the inhabitants of Jebus said to David, You shall not come in here. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, that is, the city of David. And now David said, Who um, ever attacks the Jebusites first shall be chief and captain. And, and, and Joab, the son of um, Zeruiah, um, went up first. Zeruiah went up first and became chief. Then David dwelt in the, in the stronghold. Therefore, they called it the city of David. Verse 8 says, and he built the city around it from the Milo to the surrounding area. And, and Joab repaired the rest of the city. Here it is, verse 9 says, So David went on and became great, and the Lord of hosts was with him. Today I just want us to talk about a popular saying, um, it's not what they say, but what God say. Right. It's not what they say, 
but what God say. Let us pray. Father, again, we thank you um, once again for allowing us to gather um, on this platform. We thank you for your um, Holy Spirit that has spoken and dwelt with us thus far. We just pray that you will continue um, to dwell and tabernacle with us. Uh, I must now decrease that the word of God may increase into your hands. I commit my spirit in Jesus' name. We pray. Let the people of God say amen and amen, amen again. Amen. It's not what they say, but what God say. Um, I know when I was a, a young child, um, there were individuals that used to um, say all kinds of things to me. Um, and the truth of the matter is, sometimes we can say stuff to individuals, even in a plain way, and it can come across with an everlasting effect. Um, it may be a joke, it may be laughter, it may be funny at that time, but um, it is something that can last with an individual um, for a very long time. Um, uh, uh, but in our text here, we see that David, um, for 20 years, um, David waited. Um, as a young man, um, Samuel came to his household and, and, and he anointed David to be the future king. Uh, um, these 20 years um, would be tumultuous uh, for him personally. In other words, his faith uh, uh, strong. He took down Goliath. He was he was he was he, he was he was trusting in God. He was he was determined um, to stick close uh, to the God that he served. He stood firm again and again uh, 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 through the antics, through the uh, bizarre behavior. Uh, of King Saul, David. David went through a great ordeal, but 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 he was mindful that as a as a young child, um, it was pronounced upon him that he would be king. Uh, a, 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 a man literally on the run. Many many of these years, he 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 rested in the rock higher than he. But 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 there had to have been the times. For his personally, where he, he he wondered if the if the anointing, if if the if the if the if the prayers, if if, if all of that was a pronounced upon him, if all of those things would come to pass, if if if, if all of his dreams would come to pass, or possibly even even if, if it would even happen, with all that David went through with all the challenges, with all, all the setbacks and all of the hangups and all of the things that David experienced. I, I wonder, will this happen? Will this even come to pass? I mean, 20 years of waiting to see this event take place sounds unbelievable, but nothing is ever recorded of this. Nothing is ever mentioned of this. But David continued to walk the path that was before him. David continued to pursue the dream and the goals that God had placed before him in spite of all of the obstacles, in spite of all of the naysayers, in spite of all of the issues you see we have to understand that waiting is hard 
It's hard to wait. It's hard to wait on something that you know that has been promised to you. I, I, I remember uh, talking to my wife. As a matter of fact, we just had this conversation uh, with my daughter on last night. And as we were talking, I, I didn't want to go deep into the sermon. You know, you know, when you have children as, as a pastor, you know, sometimes everything is you just, you know, they just want dad, amen. They, they, they don't want a pastor. They don't want the one to preach to them. They don't want to, they, they just want daddy, amen. And, 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 and so I had to reframe last night from even going into the message. But just on last night, um, we shared with my daughter that my wife and I, early in our ministry, before I even graduated from Oakwood University, before we even entered into ministry, it seemed as if there were trials and, and tribulation. It seemed as if there was one struggle after the next where I asked my wife, I, 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 I asked her, I said, honey, I said, I wonder will I even be excited about ministry once we get in there after all that we are going through with all of the setbacks and classes being dropped and not understanding this and finances running out and back issues and have to pull out and, and all of this stuff is happening I'm wondering when we do get into ministry, will I have the joy? Will I be excited? My wife had to remind me that yes, you would. Yes, yes, we will. Sometime God have to take us through some things in order to get us ready for that which he has for us. It's so easy for us to want it right now. Amen. And, 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 and so then we get in the ministry, we get in the ministry and I'm pastoring and now my wife graduated with her, her bachelor's, graduated with her master's and now we're seeing all of her friends and, 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 and individuals graduating, going on into their profession and, and, but, but yet we are moving from here and moving from there and, and every time she finds a job, she has to let the job go and then we find ourselves in, an, in, 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 in a district where she couldn't find a job some four years waiting for that thing to come to pass and, and wondering uh, what, is, what was it all for uh, going through uh, uh, driving from Huntsville to Chattanooga, Tennessee just to complete my degree and yet I'm graduated with a degree but yet I can't find employment. They, David, David understood. Uh, for 20 years, David had waited uh, for uh, the, his, um, his um, kingship to come. David had waited some 20 years uh, for the anointing that was placed on him to come to pass. And, and, and now David is in a situation where now David was brought to possess uh, the throne of Israel after he had reigned at least seven years in Haram, uh, uh, Hebron over Judah only. And, and so the chapter 11 paints the picture that, that all of Israel was gathered there together. Uh, all of Israel were gathered there uh, themselves to David in Hebron. And it tells the number of the people that gather there, huge uh, forces of people from all of the tribes gathered to David, hundreds and, uh, of thousands actually gathered down in Hebron and the mighty men, the men of war and so forth. Now they said to David, behold, we are your bone and flesh. 
And moreover, in times past, even when Saul was king and you were the one that led us out of there and brought us in. And the Lord thy God said unto thee, thou shalt feed my people Israel and thou shalt be ruler over my people. Now this twofold a commission of God to David. Number one, uh, you shall feed my people. Uh, number two, you shall be ruler over them. You see, David was called a man after God's own heart. Uh, David owned, uh, uh, knew about wanting uh, to worship God, knew about spending time with God. David had the heart of a shepherd and he was uh, uh, to God that every leader over the people had the heart of a shepherd. You have to understand that David was being molded from a youth all the way up. That David was being prepared. And while David wasn't understanding exactly what it was that God had in store for him, David was still pursuing the dreams and the goal that God had in store for him. When I look over the word of God and I look back through my Bible, I see many of instances where God called individuals to a higher standard, where God had called individuals to do something awesome and to do something great. And, 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 and along the way, uh, there was always somebody on either the left side or the right side that had a problem with what God had called them to do. Uh, but I'm reminded uh, that as God calls you to your higher potential, as God calls you to walk into your favor and to walk into your season as God calls you to be the blessings of the land that there will be individuals that's going to come alongside to try to hinder you from doing what God has called you to do. I'm reminded of that. I'm reminded that God will lead you into a place where it's not always going to be comfortable. That God will sometimes put you in situations where it seems like you have no one to turn to but him. That God will also surround you and with, with individuals that every time they open their mouth is nothing but negativity. So David, David and all of Israel went to Jerusalem uh, and, and, and Jerusalem was, was, was this small Canaanite city in the city of Israel. Some 400 years after God had commanded Israel to be taken the whole land, this city was still in the Canaanites' hands. And so as David looked out over the city and as David saw the city, he says to uh, his men in, uh, in verse 4, David and all of Israel went to Jerusalem, which is Jezebel's where the Jebusites were and inhabited the land. But the inhabitants of Jebus said to David, you shall not come in here. So you have to be careful how you speak to a man of God. Uh, uh, these individuals says to David, they say, you uh, cannot come in here. In, in other words, they felt as if their city, because of its position, because of its location, that they couldn't be touched because of their of their upbringing, because of, uh, uh, of their name, because of their lineage, be, be, because of their pedigree. They felt like they couldn't be touched. Uh, uh, but I love what David says. David says, uh, whoever attacks the Jebusites. 
You see, sometimes, my brothers and sisters, if I can just be honest with you, sometimes you have to look beyond what people say and be, and, and be about what God says because it doesn't matter what they say. It all boils down to with what God says. And God said a long time ago that this city shall be yours. God had already spoken deliverance over your life. God has already spoken the promises of, over your life. The problem is sometimes we listen to the naysayers. We listen to those individuals that have no control over you, but we give them control when we give in to what they say. David, David said, whoever takes the city, David said, I will make you a captain. I will make you a chief. Whoever takes the city. You see, they were a people who always Oppose the things of God. These individuals, uh, 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 these Jebusites, they neither cared for nor did they have any time for anything that followed after God. They worshiped false idols and they indulged in every kind of sinful and shameful act. Uh, they were a constant thorn in the flesh. Of the Israelites. These individuals did not care about God. These individuals had nothing to do with God. These individuals, uh, the, the, could, could, could they uh, detest the things of God. And for whatever reason, sometimes, my brothers and sisters, we tend to listen to individuals that have nothing to do with God. Itself. We take more advice from folk outside the church than folk inside the church. It seems like we listen more to those, what, what they have to say on these different platforms than what the word of God has to say. Let's just be real about it today. Sometimes we pay more attention than the stats on Facebook than what we do in God's book. Sometimes we listen more to those individuals on CNN than versus those that come from the word of God. We tend to allow the external, amen, to take rule over those things that God has in store for us. These individuals that could care less about God. These individuals that don't hold true to our morals. These individuals that could care less about our health practices. These individuals that could care less about our standards. We tend to focus more on what they say than what the word of God says. And I try, I prayed about it. I'm like, Lord, help me to stay close to the task. Help me not to deviate from the task because the truth of the matter is I'm not here to offend anyone, but I did come to maybe upset you. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I'm not trying to target anyone. I'm not, I, I'm not trying to put no one on blast. But if you leave here feeling some kind of way, that, 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 that very well may be a good thing. And I pray for those that are viewing online because they're, the truth of the matter is these seats in this house should be full right now. Oh, yeah. I try so hard to stay away from it, but, 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 but every now and again, the Holy Spirit nudges me, and, and, and I can't help but to think about how we can go everywhere on planet Earth, but we don't feel the need to come to church. And I get it. I understand. Like I said, I'm not trying to rag on no one. I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to, you know, make no one feel no kind of way. But let's just be real, my brothers and sisters. We tend to listen to everybody else but God. Now, I know, I know, I know, I get it. I realize that I can get Jesus at home too. Amen. But if that was the case, then I wouldn't be here right now. 
And I guarantee you, if I stayed home every day, amen, since the pandemic, I would get a call from Central States Conference. I would get a call from you. Wondering, because I was getting it before this. Pastor, when are we going to open? When are we getting back in here? And it seemed as if we listened to everybody but what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And my brothers and sisters, it's about high time that we get our act together and we shake the devil loose because it's not about what they say. It's about what God is saying. What is God saying to you? I know, I know, I know, I know, and I get it, and like I said, but, 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 but I have to speak the truth and shame the devil because it's hard, amen? It's hard when truth comes, amen? It's hard when truth comes, when someone is saying something that makes you feel uncomfortable. Now you're getting in your feelings. Now you don't, now you're mad at the church, amen? Now you don't want to have nothing to do with the church anymore. But let's just be real up in here today. The truth of the matter is that there were some of us before the pandemic even hit, we were already shaky in our faith huh we were already on the way out the pandemic came along and just gave us an excuse and the truth of the matter is it's not just been it's not been time is it long time ago that we should have been in God's house and, and, and so, so David David understood that that, 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 that that when the naysayers start speaking you can't come in here well, wait a minute wait a minute what do you mean I can't come in here you, you, you have to understand uh, the God that I serve you see you see David David has a track record of defeats amen of, uh, of, of, of um, victories David have a track record of victories David can look back over times in his life where God showed up and showed out and I just suggest to you my brothers and sisters that when you find yourself in a situation where you feel uh, something were defeated that you look back over your life because I guarantee you as sure as I stand here right here and right now that every last one of us in here can look back over our lives and see at some point time or another where God showed up and done something miraculous I know you may be 12 but God done something for you too you may be 9 but God has done something to you I guarantee you that God did something for you the truth of the matter is, my brothers and sisters, we don't give God credit. We don't look at God as the, as, the, as the one that has given us our victory. We don't see God as the one that opened that door up. Some of us, we are credited to our education. Some of us are credited to our pedigree. Some of us are credited to the idea that I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. But the truth of the matter is, you wouldn't know nobody unless God gave you the ability, gave you the ability to know. You wouldn't have that friend if God hadn't placed you on that path we have to understand that all things work together for the good of them who love God and who was called according to his purpose you see God understands God understands that's why I love God amen that's why I love God because God see exactly where we are. Uh, he understand exactly what we need. He understand exactly everything that we go through. That's why God don't strike us down like we feel like he should. Because God looks beyond our faults and he see our need. And the only reason why most of us are here uh, right now is because God has placed us some things in our lives. Some stuff has happened in our lives where we say, you know what? I need to be in church no matter what happens. No matter who like it, 
No matter who cares, it don't matter. This is where I need to be. You see, you see, you see, David, David had gotten to that point. Amen. Where where when the naysayers began to speak, when the naysayers began to say, you know, you know, you can't you you, you can't come in here. You know, you're not going to be great. Uh, you're not going to be successful. David had to tune them out. And if you notice what the text says, uh, that immediately after they said that David says that whoever will attack. Uh huh. Let you know right now that I'm not thinking about what you're saying. I hear you, but it don't bother me. Amen. I hear I hear what you're saying, but I'm not understanding what you're saying because see, what I know is that God is able to deliver. God is able to give me the breakthrough. God is able to cover me from all sickness. God is able to set up a edge of protection around me and my family. You see, I've come to realize and I've come to know that God will not allow anything to show up on my door step without first giving it the approval that means to me um, that if God gives it the approval that means that it cannot hurt me and even if it does like the three Hebrew boys uh, even if God decides uh, to place that thing on me I'm not careful to how I deal with it I'm not I'm not careful to how I handle it because I know that greater is he uh, that is in me than he that is in the world Uh, I recognize that there's no weapon formed against me that shall prosper I realize that today oh God uh, I realize realize that right now my brothers uh, that God will not set me up for failure that God will not place me in a context uh, with my doom uh, that God will set me on the high plains uh, that God will give me what I need uh, to be successful in this thing and although it may have taken some years uh, I'm here right now uh, so what are you going to do with what God has given you right now Uh, it may have taken a year it may have taken two years uh, it may have taken 20 years uh, but the truth of the matter is uh, you're here right now Uh, what are you gonna do uh, with what God has given you right now? What are you gonna do uh, with the blessings that God has already given you? Yes, you may not be successful right now. You may not have a trillion dollars or a billion. Some of us may not even have a hundred dollars. Some of us ain't even a hundred dollar app. Some of us, we don't have it, but the truth of the matter is God will give you exactly what you need. God will give you what you need. And so David, David had to remind them. Uh, David had to let them know uh, that we are the children of God. And he said, I need you to go up and I need whoever will attack them. I will make you ruler. And the Bible goes on to tell us as I try to land this thing. um, The Bible goes on to tell us that as David uh, uh, went into the land, uh, that David, David dwelt in this stronghold, that David began, he became more, 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 he became greater and greater greater and because the Lord of hosts was with him. In other words, David didn't forget where his help came from. David didn't allow what other folk was saying to dictate his outcome. David didn't allow what everybody else was saying in the land to stop him from doing what God has called him to do. Oh, if I could just give you a word of encouragement today, brothers and sisters, don't let nobody stop you from doing what God has called you to do. Some of us have dreams that God has called you to do. Some of us have businesses that God has called you to open up. Some of us have success stories that God has called you. Some of us need to go back to school, but we have allowed our circumstances and our situation to stop us from doing what God has called us to do. I don't want you to let nobody get in the way of what God has already ordained over your life because this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice. The devil is a 
lie and the truth is not in him it's today is the day of your salvation get off your couch at home if you're watching on youtube or on facebook get off your couch and get back to god's business because today is the day where he will set the captives free today is the day where god want to break the yoke today is the day where god want to set you free but the truth of the matter is how many of us want to be free how many of us really want to be set free if you want to be set free can you just stand on your feet with me can you just stand on your feet and let lift your hands and let god know that i want to be set free i want to be delivered i want to be delivered because it's not what they say sometimes we can be our own enemy sometimes we can stop ourselves from the blessings that god has in store for us because we listen to everybody but god We've listened to everybody but God. It's not about what they say. The devil will tell you anything to keep you from being about your father's business. And it's time for us to get back to doing what God has called us to do. It's time for us now to pick up the mantle and run the faith. It's now time for us to live our lives according to the plans and the purpose that God has in store for us. This isn't a hate message. This isn't a beat you down message. But I'm trying to inspire somebody to walk into their purpose. Because let's be real, folk. We say it all the time. We want Jesus to come. But there are some things that we have to do. And we have to understand that the only way that you're going to be able to accomplish the plans and purpose that God has in your life is that you're going to have to step out in faith. This ain't no, this isn't no uh, 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 name it, claim it message. No, no. You see, the problem with us as, as Adventists sometimes, we don't want to talk about the blessings of the Lord that's over our lives. We don't want to talk about walking in our purpose. You see, we, we refrain from talking about our purpose and the plans that God has for us. You see, I could have gave up a long time ago. I could have threw in the towel a long time ago, but that wasn't the purpose. That wasn't the plan that God had for me. And I just stopped by here to share with somebody that there is a purpose over your life. That there is a plan that God has for your life. That there is a reason for you waking up today. And that is not over until God says that it's over. That it's not about me. It's not about you. But that there are some individuals that God trying to bring into this thing. But we can't. He can't bring them in because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. See, this isn't a get rich quick or, 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 or you know, name, name it, claim it. Uh, no, no. This is real. God saved you for a reason. God gave you life for a reason. God placed you in, your, in the family that you're in for a reason. It's not an accident. 
Your mother is your mother because that's the mother that God wants to mother you. Some of us, our dads are just straight up missing. I get it. I understand. Trust me, I do. But there is no reason for us to give up on God. There is no reason for us to turn our backs on God. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it all points to him. I love the Lord, for he heard my cry. Hallelujah. He loved us with an everlasting love. Some of us have made decisions and done some things that we know was not pleasing to God, and our spirit is just tearing us up. But I want to give you an opportunity today to, to be set free. I want to give you that opportunity to make it right with God. I know it's, I know it's a bit, some would say embarrassing or it's kind of putting you on the spot to come walking down here saying I profess my relationship with the Lord. I give my life to Jesus. If you deny him before men, he said I would deny you before my father. I just want to know, is there one? We want to get this pool ready for baptism. We want to start running some water in this pool. It's time to shut the devil down. It's time to flip the script. And it's time to be about God's business. We're about to do a new thing. We've made it pretty much to 2021. I know it's October, soon to be November. But I'm claiming this thing right now. That come 2022... That we're walking into a new thing. That we're doing something new at Tabernacle of Praise. It's time for us to claim the city. The Bible says that David became greater and greater as a result of the Lord being with him. And I believe God is with us today, my brothers and sisters. I believe God is with Tabernacle of Praise. Are we going to trust him? Are we going to trust him? If you want to give your life to the Lord, if you want to reconnect or recommit, I want to invite you to come down. Let us have prayer. If you want to reconnect, if you want to recommit, if you want to be a part of this church, I invite you to come now. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Is there another? Is there another? Stay down here with me. Stay down here. Matter of fact, you can sit right over here. Sit right over here. Is there another? Amen. Is there another? It's time, my brothers and sisters. It's time. It's time. Today is the day. Today is the day. No more playing. No more Tonka toys and G.I. Joe's, it's time to put the toys up and it's time to be about our father's business. Is there another? Come, come, I'm here. It's okay. It's all right. Is there another? Today is the day.
Is there another? For we know that God makes no mistake. Amen. 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 Sit down next to my wife here. Praise the Lord. Is there another? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Amen. Is there another? Hallelujah. 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 It's not over till God says it's over. It's not what they say. It's about what God says. And I'm so glad, hallelujah, that he didn't give up on me. He didn't give up. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrifice. So I can be. So I can be. So I can be. Ah, yes. Is that one more? We're about to pray. We want to. We want to pray, but we're gonna, we want to give you another opportunity. Let's start out the new year on the right foot. Amen. You thought I was to die for. Hallelujah. So I can be? Yes. Yes. Hey, hey. Halle. All over the building. Hallelujah. Glory. To the God. To the God who changed my life. Yes, sir. Forever. I worship you, God. We give you glory. Yes, sir. Uh, so I. So I can be free. So I can be whole. So I can tell everyone I know. Hallelujah. Glory to the God who changed my Man, we want to thank God. Yes, we want to thank God for these individuals that have chosen to give their life to the Lord, make a reconnection, a recommitment, a rededication. I don't want to slaughter any names, so I'm going to do the wise thing, and I'm going to ask you to say your name for me, please. Amarne. Amia, amen. Amarne and Amia, and then we have uh, Dariano. And so we thank God for these, amen, precious souls. If you don't mind, these are some young folk, amen. 19, 9, and 18, amen. We snatching them out of the kingdom, out of the devil's kingdom, amen. Listen, we want to say to you three, 
that this is a, the best move that you've ever made. I kid you not. Not for show, not for fashion, but the enemy is going to be upset. He's already upset. But it's time to get our lives back to God. Amen. And so we want to pray with you. We'll set you up with some studies. Amen. Praise God. I'm excited. And we want to just continue to move forward by faith. Father God, thank you so much for your love, your kindness, and your blessings. Thank you for what you've done, what you're doing. Thank you for these young people, oh God, these young adults, amen. We pray your protection over them. We pray your hand of mercy on them. Watch over their going in and their going out. Keep them safe and protected, oh God. The enemy is going to do some things, but Father, there is no victory in his hands. No power in his hands, but the power that you give him. So I'm saying, Lord, limit his power as it relates to these three over here. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' name. Can we put our hands together? Can we worship God in this place? Please be seated. Amen to that beautiful message. It's all about trusting in God. Amen. Amen. Before we do our stewardship nugget, I want to invite each of you to tune in this afternoon at 4 p.m. What time did I say? 4 p.m. We're having an online uh, suicide prevention webinar, and it's being hosted by our own sisters, Lakita Carroll, Melody Fields, and Jan Gray. So I want you to tune in. Too many times in our community, we're at the funeral home and we're grieving and bemoaning someone who has committed suicide. This is an opportunity for us to help prevent suicide from happening, and we can turn that grief into happiness and joy. Amen. This afternoon on Zoom, please look at your announcements that sister out. If you don't have it, see me afterward, and I'll get you that information to tune in. And now a stewardship nugget. This is a time where we can all participate. Stewardship of time, talent, temple, and treasure. And many times when we read the promise in Malachi that God is going to open the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing so much that we can't even receive it, we just think in terms of money, right? (laughs) We want to hear a story about where a raven flew down and handed somebody a check for $10,000. Or we caught a fish and the fish had a gold coin in his mouth. It don't always happen that way, right? God has many ways to bless us, many ways that we don't even think of. But he's promised if we're faithful in tithing offering that he's going to open those windows of heaven. And with, without, a, without a test, there is no testimony. So I want to tell you of a quick test I had this week in terms of one of the uh, furnaces went out at one of the apartments, and I said, well, Lord, you know, them furnaces cost a lot of money, so I'm looking for that blessing you promised. Yeah. And as I had mentioned before, in Luke 11:9, it says, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened. That means pray first, do your research, and then take action. So I prayed first, Lord, bless me, because I don't want to come out of my pocket for another furnace. And then I did my research. I got online. I called some of the technicians to see how much it would cost. And uh, then I took action to see what I could do. Well, of course, the technicians cost a lot of money. 
and uh, they start out like at $250, and then they don't even guarantee they're going to fix it. So I did some more seeking, and then I did the knocking, and I tried what I thought might work, and I went and put in this new part, went and bought a part, put it in, furnace came on like it was brand new, which it should have. Instead of $250 plus, it only cost $13. <laughs> so the Lord has many ways to open the windows of heaven, right? So he's looking to us to be faithful and to trust him. So be faithful in tithe and offering. We appreciate everyone giving through our cash app, dollar sign T-O-P giving, giving through AdventistGiving.org, and also turn it in through our online website. And as you leave this, this afternoon, feel free to put it into the offering plate that the deacons will be holding. But again, it's all about trusting God and depending upon him and not ourselves. And now in benediction, let us bow our heads. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee. May the Lord lift up his countenance and give you peace. In the blessed name of Jesus, amen and amen. You go. go.